Ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey, thank you very much, Producer Mystery. Thank you. Mystery, thank you. Thank you. So, (laughs) (laughs) we were going to... Uh, there were talks uh, before the episode started of talking about Dune, starting it off here, but apparently, Max, you haven't seen it. I've not seen Dune yet. And neither have you, Mr. E. Not yet. Okay. I do need to see it because already the memes are coming out, and memes ruin everything, so I need to see it before they I see the memes. Yeah. So, we'll do that uh, We'll do that next episode. You guys will see the movie, and then uh, anybody in the audience who had not seen it, you know, you'll have a chance to check it out. That'll be fun. Is Dune okay? This might be a spoiler for the movie, but does Dune take place on another planet? Yeah, it's called Dune. <laughs> I thought that meant like. Is this a spoiler? I think it's a desert planet. So aren't there <laughs> dunes of sand? Is that why it's called Dune? Yeah, you can take it many different ways. Is the planet called Dune? I'm being serious. I didn't. Is it planet? No. The, okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay. Oh, we've got a person over here who's actually read the book, nodding yes. Is the no? <laughs> is it's the- Arrakis. <laughs> But they call it Dune? They call it Dune. Okay, the common tongue. So you didn't even know that. You've seen the movie? I've seen the movie. Jesus. (laughs) I I never read the movie. Very descriptive, I guess, this movie is already. One notch against this movie. Okay, well, speaking of other planets, I have a story about other planets. Okay. So, (laughs) nice segue, me. Okay, so, we've talked about exoplanets before in the show, right? Do you remember what those are? Or, Or extrasolar planets? Yeah, planets uh, outside of our solar system. That is correct. And uh, when we first started podcasting a long time ago, that was something that was theorized. And then, you know, through more science now, we know for a fact that these extrasolar planets exist. But uh, now scientists slash researchers slash NASA people slash all the people who studied the sky, all those people, they found evidence of an extragalactic planet. Ooh. So a planet outside the galaxy. And what is it orbiting? Uh, Stuff. Hold on, let me get to it. Actually, I don't know what it's orbiting quite yet. It's a binary. We don't know what it is. It's a binary system, and we, one of them is going to be possibly a dwarf something or a black hole. So we don't know what. Co- <laughs> Basically, it's a lot of data, so we don't know a lot of stuff what's happening, but we suspect but, it's a binary system, and there's a planet's circling it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, galaxy. I mean, I guess I, I it was kind of a stupid question to begin with, because I guess uh, a planet is defined by orbiting a star, right? Because... What is a what is a planet that orbits a uh, or just a rogue planet? I guess that's there a are thing rogue too. planets. So, yeah, that's know. a good question. Yeah, I was gonna say like huh, I don't know if that description because but they definitely noticed it because it was orbiting something. That's how we detect our stuff now, right? Mm-hmm. So well, remember this is in another uh, galaxy, so they yeah. had to go. They had to do some crazy stuff to to, to figure this one out actually. Because so in the past we've talked about how they found ex, uh, extra. So yeah, this is called a. There's a lot of uh, different uh, words now. So this is called an extroplanet. Extra. So we used to call exoplanets, or that are the ones outside the solar system, and now we're calling extroplanets, or the ones outside the galaxy. Okay. So it might okay. get a little confusing here, so I'll try to use the right wordage or something. So anyway, so where we suspect the extroplanet is, it's in a galaxy 31 million light years away. And uh, yeah, the researchers went combed through thousands of signals and determined a huge dip in an X-ray light in the Whirlpool galaxy is best explained by an extragalactic planet. So they found it through X-ray light. So again, we talked about in the past exoplanets, the ones that the the ones outside the solar system. We found those through something called inference or seeing the effect they have on their star itself. 
what we talked about the star wobbling. Yeah, the wobble yeah. is one way to detect it, and then the uh, what do they call that? The transition or the uh, yeah, it's called a transit method. Yeah, yeah transit. Where, method. Yeah, where it gets dim because the planet's going between us and itself. Yeah, and that's called a light curve. So these researchers studied uh, like let's see, where's the number right here? Two thousand six hundred light curves on the x-ray spectrum basically in this galaxy and they found one that met uh, met the description possibly for an extraplanetary something basically hmm. and so they suspect it's um do 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 yeah yeah it's a it's an ultra dense small object that's a surround that's a basically rotating around a massive companion they think a hot b-type star so back when you asked what they're rotating around they don't know they just right. know there's two dense somethings and they know there's something else Basically, how they figure that out is this planet, quote unquote, what they suspect is a planet, uh-huh. is absorbing the x-rays. And they think these x-rays should be there, and they're like, not. So what's absorbing oh. them is this planet. Okay. And so they think it's like a Saturn-sized, Jupiter-sized. Yeah, it's like a shadow. They found a shadow. Yes, in, and the, assume, in the x-ray uh, spectrum type of deal. Type of deal. And they, th- they think it's the size of Saturn. And yeah, what's really cool about this, though, obviously, because they're detecting a planet in another galaxy. Again, this is all kind of... They even said here, like, even though they they suspect it is a planet and they're saying this is the first planet detected, it's kind of hard to confirm this because the way it's going to orbit around whatever the hell it's orbiting, like, we're not going to see it for much longer. So the way we can confirm that this is a planet is to basically find more extragalactic planets that are kind of like this and start comparing the data and go, yes, if this, then that, if this, then that. And that's what they did here. So even though we highly suspect this is a planet, there in theory could be like a, you know, maybe it's a bug on the dot period somewhere <laughs> so is this an extra planet or extro 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 planet okay extro so this reminds me like and this exo. is yeah. <clears throat> this is fun because it's the first of its kind it reminds me of like the discovering the first exoplanet sort of stuff though and now we found hundreds of them mm-hmm. if not thousands exactly I don't know. um but it also kind of reminds me of the um the story we did a long, long time ago, I think it was on the bakery, of um, uh, Earth had two satellites on either side of the sun, and they took a picture at the same time, confirming that the sun is round. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. So it's like, yeah, I guess we could infer if there's planets in our solar system, or in our galaxy, chances are there's going to be planets in other they galaxies. They are there, exactly. <laughs> but for all we know, it's just cotton candy everywhere. So we have, uh-huh. now that we know for a fact, even though we don't necessarily know for a fact, but it's pretty... Pretty gosh darn sure it's a planet right there. Yeah, very cool. Do they have a name for this thing? Is it some scientific bullshit? Or? Yeah, it's M51ULS1B. Wow. Rolls right off your tongue. You I was hoping for something is. more romantic like Gary or something. Something cool. I know. Steve24. That'd be cool, but it's just a filing system for now. But uh, what's really cool about this is the way they discovered it is this x-ray like way of looking at it, basically. like Looking for basically other planets hiding in... What are they called? It's like an X-ray, X-ray binaries, basically. So, and those are the easiest things to detect far away because they're super powerful. And so now they can hone in on these X-ray binaries, possibly, and then see a dimming of the X-ray on some level and detect possibly a planet there. And that just means more planets, and more planets means more potential for life, and la 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 la, maybe aliens. Uh, <laughs> even though, even though the, it doesn't sound like life could handle whatever it's surrounding right there, but. You never know, man. Jurassic Park stuff. I almost did a story on. I think it's. Um, I think it's some higher up in NASA 
that recently came out and was like, yeah, there's probably there's probably extraterrestrials yeah, flying around. I've watched that video. Yeah, dude. all these UFOs coming out and this and that. It, it amounted more to nothing more than just me telling you right now that like, oh yeah, some higher up says yeah, there's probably UFOs. And there's been over like 300 sightings, confirmed sightings within the last couple of years. Like, yeah, dude, no, yeah. It's, it's going down. I I even read some wacky shit even just like today or yesterday. Like like the CIA is even coming out with like remote viewing stuff, but like oh really? Like that they psychics. Did, yeah, like stupid psychic stuff that they're like remote. They, I think it's like on their Twitter, some some weird and crazy. Who's this? Like, the FBI? Uh, CIA. CIA. But again, I say I see it from the UFO, right? So take it with a. But they they check it from their sources, and so it said remote remote viewing was like not like repeatable enough to be viable, but at the same time, it was more like often the randomness type of deal. As in the person like, would just spout random nonsense and like it was, it was sometimes more, it was right. Was, it was like basically more. How do you describe it? Basically, like it was a way to get information, and sometimes it worked, but it wasn't just reliable. Yeah, but it could work in theory. In theory, it could quote unquote work sometimes, and it was more than just random bullshit. That, but again, this is just from like I think a Twitter, like a CIA Twitter thing. So, but they did study. Like there is proof already that they've studied remote viewing in the past. But this is the first time I've ever said anything about like. It being somewhat viable, not viable, because that's like saying like you can just use it all the time and it works. But it wasn't just hooey, is what it sounded like. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. stupid. You know, anyway. a broken clock is twice. Exactly, right twice it could have been that right. too. But I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, they're not that dumb. Like, oh, see, they just guessed. I don't know. <laughs> all they right, keep well, all the best psychics for themselves. I got a story here about planets, actually. Okay. Except it's about the planets in your pants. That's right. Talking about your testicles. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, planet penis. All right. Okay, I get it. I get so, stuff. In keeping with our recent discussions on male contraceptives, uh, see episode 69, mm-hmm. I yes. have a new report on a new type of male contraceptive. Celibacy. <laughs> That's right. That'll do the this job. This is a Christian podcast. So this new one is uh, called the COSO. And it was created by a German industrial designer graduate named Rebecca Weiss. And uh, what it does... What's it called again? COSO? C-O-S-O. Okay. Sorry. Just The COSO. I thought you said it or something. Okay. So COSO. COSO. I, okay. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Okay. It is German, so maybe I'm... COSO. COSO. Yeah. Kapla. Yeah, exactly. Have some more Klingon to it. <laughs> so uh, what it does is it's a little... It's a little cup. Think of like a um, kind of a taller ashtray that you put your balls in, and okay. then you fill done. it. Done. Already done that. <laughs> you fill it with a little bit of water. Okay. Up to like the brim, and then it shoots ultrasounds at your balls and stops the sperm production. Are they going to shrink again like last time? I don't. They didn't say anything about. Shrinking. I say I don't remember last time. So they shrank the. They shrank the balls last time. I think they shrank. They shrank the balls last time. They right? shrank. Because yeah, yeah. didn't they? They injected something. Yes. And then irradiated. Yes. And then guided it to your the testicles. testicles. And yes. then irradiated it from the outside. <laughs> and Correct. It stopped sperm production. Oh wow! But your balls. But your balls shrank. <laughs> so the uh, this new device, the coso. It's a ball bath. It's a ball bath. Yeah. It's a sonic shower, because in Star Trek, they have sonic showers. Yes, they do. Does that mean they're all sterile? Uh, I, I think it works you, you, a little differently. You need a sonic shower, like, lead, like, kilt or something in the sonic shower in Star Trek time. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So this device was awarded uh, the James Dyson Award, which is a big deal in the design award. 
world. Um, and I thought this was very interesting. She first thought of this idea after being diagnosed with uh, cervix cancer. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was they discovered that the cervix cancer was brought on by traditional female contraceptives pills essentially mess mm-hmm. with your hormones and increase those chances and whatnot mm-hmm. um so she looked into alternative contraceptive measures and found a study from way back when talking about ultrasounding your balls and then just used modern technology and developed it uh-huh. and just... now it may be a viable option i want to find old studies that no one's like that's like all we talked about in the old show too. Like old studies that never went anywhere. We got to like take those and use modern sonic. We got we should be sonic people's balls. <laughs> I think I think I like I like where your head's at. I think there's a different market, but yeah, for sure. We could sonic someone's balls. <laughs> so uh, Weiss worked with young male designers in workshops to figure out what they would want from such a device. Oh god! As well as to help figure out uh, testicle ergonomics. And this is. So this lady was in a ball factory. Yeah, like, hand me your balls. <laughs> yeah, and essentially, like I assume that would be a uh, fun yet awkward workplace. Were they all there at the same time, separately? Oh, the was dudes? It a gang study or like a separate study? Uh, it gang doesn't study. say, but um, I think you can find it on BangBuzz.com. Okay, I don't know. Send me that link. <laughs> I always thought that'd be a fun couples project too. Like if Broomhilda was just designing something for the balls, it'd be like, okay, whip out my balls. Sure, here you go. <laughs> I do. Like, I guess. I thought you meant like the sonic. And... I thought you meant like the sonicking process. Like, oh, once a week we gotta sonic your balls. Oh, Monday Sonic Day. Did you sonic your balls? So no. The device would only be need to use need to be used once every couple months. Nice, right? Very nice. That scares me. What if it never comes back? Shit, it might not. That, you never know. That, that is, yeah, that is part of the problem. It's Maybe you could like. They should have medicine. like in the cup. They should have like a little section you can like jizz into, and then right before you lose, right before you sonic your balls, you know. So that have just a in reserve, case, just in case, yeah. never that just in case it never comes back. Pocket. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> get, get the chick on the phone. What are you talking about? Poor fucks. She's a millionaire. She's going to like the idea. <laughs> oh my God. Chase pocket. So, actually, yeah, in 1977, uh, scientists used ultrasound to temporarily sterilize cats, dogs, monkeys, and humans back in 97. Huh. And the study found that in all treated animals, as well as in human patients, the results indicate that ultrasound significantly suppresses spermatogenesis. Okay. According to the dosage and frequency of the treatment, without any effect on whatever this is, Leydig cells or blood testosterone levels. Are they killing the spermies or are they making sure they don't be produced? <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to look up um, spermatogenesis. That's like the creation of them. I think it is. Yeah. I think I, it. it's something where um, the sperm can. And, Combines with an enzyme to form the sperm you know that can fertilize an egg or, you know, it, it's more than just it's created, you know, so it somehow disables these things. So I, I, I think you're shooting disabled soldiers is what I'm guessing. <laughs> so you don't want to have those kids. No, oh, probably not. <laughs> but here's the thing: how do you like every couple months? <laughs> if, if you get pregnant, if you get pregnant of the Sonic thing, 
you have to get rid. It's gonna be a mutant. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the sub- super baby. It's got dork or a super baby. I know. <laughs> Mark this for possible deletion later. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's get those. <laughs> we're, exper- <laughs> <laughs> we're experimenting here. There's no bad things in comedy. Just the, they can be left on the editing floor. But um, yeah. If a baby survived the ball, the ball. Uh, what do you call it? The vibrations. Uh, what is it already? Ultrasound. Oh, thank you. Ultrasound. <laughs> the ball. The, the ball. Ultrasound. If a if it survived it, it would be some type of superhuman. So what if we, if we all use this? What if we humans would evolve past it? Ooh, don't like it, man. Or maybe I do like it because then it's going to create superhumans. Yeah, maybe. Or but, the exact opposite. But we're not superhumans. They're going to see in a world like in a world with superhumans or no superhumans. If you're not a superhuman, then you have to hate them and be like, ah, no more superhumans, because obviously they they're better <laughs> and they're going to rule Fuck. you and stuff. So, damn. Damn. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Koso and Superhumans. Uh, it won the grant, or it's up for the grand prize of forty five thousand dollars. And um, if it wins that, then it can go into like you know get funding for trials and all sorts of shit. So we might be ultrasounding our balls. I don't know. Who knows? So can you feel that? Is that something you could do to someone else without their consent? <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, you shouldn't. <laughs> Like me and my wife have tried to get pregnant for two years. I was like, I don't think you should breed. <laughs> Sorry. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't, installed a device. I don't know if you can feel it, but your balls do need to be dipped into it, and there needs to be water in it. So hmm. if you can somehow position I somehow the- You need to secretly get your balls in water. Yeah, like if someone falls asleep on the toilet at like a bachelor party or a party or go. something, then you just like kind of reach in there and cup under and okay. do what you got to do. Okay. Damn, I was hoping there was like a cool gun. I forgot already the dipping process. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like a little ray gun, like just like at a fair. So I was like, ah, everyone's Jesus. infertile today. For the next, <laughs> if it comes back, it's just like, uh, hopefully it does. <laughs> right now, all of a sudden, it's scary. <laughs> I, you know, I like this one the most out of all the other ones, like especially the injecting. And then magnetizing the injection to your balls, and then irradiating your balls, like. I like the ultrasound one. It sounds okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to turn this into a planet podcast because my next topic is about another planet. No shit. <laughs> what, do you have one about planets already? <laughs> uh, nope. I got a cube. Oh, what? Let's skip to yours. Okay, no. Fuck that. All right. <laughs> so this is actually from last week. We didn't get to it. but uh, So back then, last week, scientists found uh, a first for astronomy. Uh, this is an exoplanet. We learned, we know what those are. Planets in the solar system. Boring now, I know, after what I just said before. <laughs> but uh, this is an exoplanet that's orbiting around a system of three stars known as a stellar trinary. So it's a three-star system, and this planet's orbiting around all three of them. And that's, that's the first time we've ever seen that. We have seen uh, exoplanets um, in trinary systems before, but usually they're orbiting just one of the stars in that system. But this particular one in the... Let's see. GW Orionis system. Um, <laughs> whatever that is. It's orbiting between all around all three of the stars. And that's the first time we've ever seen such a thing before. Dun, dun, dun. Yay. Yeah, it is kind of a yay, though, because this is like an insight into, again, um, planet formation. And how they figured this one out is, didn't you talk last week about the protoplanetary disk? Um, I, um, it might not have been last week, but yeah, I was talking about, um, how we were surprised at the amount of, uh, 
life um life potential of the the god what is it some sort of particle or something within a cloud that helps facilitate the creation of dna and this and that and how uh, oh, we wow. suspected that, <laughs> well so we suspected yeah. um that these existed within planetary dust rings like rings that would eventually form planets okay but we found it in higher concentration for some reason i didn't realize it was that i was like whoa that was really intense in detail i was like yeah you know the forbes planets <laughs> um well they were studying basically this system and this uh trinary system and uh there was a gap in the protoplanetary disk of this system and yeah this disk is basically what you eventually makes stars and eventually what's left over makes planets and blah, uh-huh. blah, blah and since there was a gap in this particular one they're basically doing their, you know, their NASA math and concluding that there's most likely a exoplanet there, the size of Jupiter, huh. orbiting around all three stars. So, which is crazy. First time we've ever seen like a planet going around all three. So we have to kind of get our minds around, you know, aliens out there. We're, we're very humanists, man. It's just one one sun, one planet. That's boring. I mean, Tatooine and Star Wars. That was a double system. You know, there's two suns up there. That's a binary. And that's like 40, 50% of most uh, stars out there have a binary, and then 20% are trinary systems. Ooh, I did not know that. There's like 50% binaries? Yo, yeah. It's kind of... Wow. It, even the planet X theory, you know, the whole, like, there could be something affecting the gravity out there. People yeah. thought that could be like a weird binary of our Nibiru. sun. Nibiru. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be maybe like some weird dormant binary of our own sun or something, but, you know, I don't think that, possibly. But um, this also just shows where different planets can form as well. Before, we thought we'd never think to even look at a a triple star system and like look for a planet on the outside. Now we can look for planets there, even though this is a, another gas giant. Both this and the last one I talked about were gas giants, but I mean, we're always hearing about Jupiter's moons and shit. There's stuff there. So right. even gas plant, you know, gas giants, maybe there's some sexy moon that's getting heat from something and has water there and it's orbiting that perfect, you know, area around the trinary system, blah, blah, blah. That So this is to me, even though obviously just another planet, just opens up more possibility of more planets, more places, more more aliens. Is there a uh, a quad star system? They said up to seven. They've seen. Yeah, because I yeah. know there's like big clusters of stars. Yeah, out for there sure, places. there are. And I mean, I haven't seen. Uh, they haven't mentioned any orbiting around. This is, the, I think, the most they've seen so far. Like something orbiting around. Again, there's systems where there's three stars and something's orbiting one of them. I wonder how that would be too. Like if you lived on that planet, that'd be. It just depends on the ratios, how far they are. Like, again, I guess, like on Star Wars, he looked up and saw two suns. <laughs> like, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that could be miserable or that could just be a normal day because, uh, you know, I, I'm just thinking how fast the planet rotates. And kind of weird, too, that, like, remember Luke's dad or. Padme, someone like someone basically like let's let's put let's put Luke on a farm somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and then let's have let's make Leia like a princess, a royalty somewhere else. Like, what the <laughs> fuck was that about? <laughs> let's make him like struggle his whole fucking life and be a slave, basically, and let's, let's just give her everything she wants, and let's separate him too. No, Try, uh, you know, tangent, but what the fuck, man? Yeah, but I'd say she fought harder than him. I don't know. She had the potential to be a better badass Jedi, too. Right. I mean, I know. We, she did become one in the... Whatever. Let's not get into it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But basically, uh, yeah. So don't sleep on those triple star systems, brah. Yeah. Invest there could be now. some planets there, brah. You never know, brah. Got to get your life together, brah. Check out the moons, brah. Maybe some aliens. All right. Well, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up on an uptake here. 
We've got a dumb criminal story. All right. Yay. Nice. Have you guys ever stolen anything from work? Sure. Right. Pens. Right. Yeah. Day, so yeah. now, yeah. yeah. Every Toilet now and paper, then. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, when I worked with you, remember I got all those post-it notes that lasted me like two years? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, that so, was great. Yeah. You take pens, post-it notes, sure. catalytic converters, I you know, but like nothing fight, major. So I stole those post-it notes, but those are, anyway, those are just as post-it notes. So in this story, a package came through the USPS. And for those uh, listening to us, not in the States, that's the US mail. And this package was flagged for possibly containing marijuana. Uh-oh. Bum, bum, bum. So they set it aside and put it on the manager's shelf until a certified postal inspector could come and check it out. Okay. Uh, took a minute. The inspector arrived. As in, I think it took uh, at least a couple days or so for the inspector mm-hmm. to arrive. Mm-hmm. And the inspector arrived and noticed that the package had been tampered with. So someone... So a rat got to it? A rat got to it. Oh, no. It was opened and then resealed. Wow. Yeah. Turns out a 53-year-old employee had busted into it and taken some of the contents. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. And this is Georgia, so weed is um, frowned upon there still. Okay. So uh, I assume it was just like a crime of, crime of opportunity. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, here in California, like, no one would fucking care. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, oh, whatever. It's, you can have some But here too. it's like investigated. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. who did this? <laughs> So he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to two months in prison. Oh, my God. It's a <laughs> felony there, then, huh? For yeah. taking out much or just for opening well, mail? from stealing mail, right? Is that federal what's happening? Offense? Is it the mail opening, not the weed at That's all? That's what's happening Yeah, here. federal offense. And he's a post. You said he was a postman? Oh, yeah. Was, he was an employee. Yeah, yeah. So if it was just some dude, maybe it wouldn't have been as bad. Well, either way, like, yeah, you don't fuck with the mail. Yeah, that's you like should have known. One hundred and one stuff. You don't right fuck there. with the mail. You just don't. You fuck with the mob first. I remember as a kid, um, you fuck with the mail. <laughs> no, no, it was the exact opposite. I was warned not to fuck with the mail. <laughs> Who did that? So I was handing out flyers for my stepdad's carpet cleaning business, and um, we were going door to door and just like putting them in the doors or whatever. And uh, my parents were like, "Don't, don't put these in mailboxes." That is a federal offense. Like, oh, wow. The mailbox is supposed to be for mail. Gotcha. It's not for advertising like that. It's not right. for anything that doesn't come through the mail. So even slipping it through like your door slot. Is better. Is, no, is still against the law, technically. Oh. So if I were to take that flyer for carpet cleaning and put it through your door slot, that's still technically against the law. Oh, the letter the you said. I, I get it, the, the door slot because it's a letter thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I remember that. And that like. I don't know. That's one on one shit. Don't fuck with the mail. Right. Like, it's it's a federal when offense. A, when I was a kid in our neighborhood, one of our one of our buddies put like an M eighty in a mailbox or something that had mail in it, and I remember he got in a lot of trouble yeah. for that because it was destroyed. And you know, don't fuck. There with was that. a TV guide in there, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hell? It has that person's name on it. Don't fuck with <laughs> what it. What the fuck? With it? <laughs> That's their, their water bill, okay, homie. <laughs> you just blew up a water bill. Think of where your life's going. Did I ever tell you guys the the time I didn't see a mail truck get robbed? No. No. So I was just a little youngin, probably like fifth, sixth grade something, playing at my friend's house in the front yard, and it's me and a couple other guys, and um, all of a sudden, a couple of them are like, look, look right there, the mail truck's getting robbed, and it was like right across the street, and for whatever fucking reason, I was like, where? And they're like, right there, and they're pointing, it's like right across the street, like... 
I, I just I just didn't see it. <laughs> blend it in. <laughs> just okay. didn't see it. Yeah, it happens to be big oh, white male. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I, like I don't know what I was thinking. Like I don't know. Just we're looking at the. I was going to ask background. you what the people look like, but I guess you didn't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But I remember talking to uh, some people, and yeah, they definitely recognized that that I just did not see anything, and there they gave That's the hilarious. full description of the event and. So they actually stole the mail? Like what? Just like, oh, yeah. What? Some people came up. I think they drove up, um, took the mail, dumped it in the car, and took off. Wow. Because yeah. like, like, the mailman wasn't there because they usually park and walk around. Yeah, exactly. Or was he there like, no, not the mail, anything. Shoot me. Shoot me. <laughs> Please don't take the mail. <laughs> Please. So, yes, like always, we're going to play the What's Better the Most game. And uh, what's better than most is our weekly debate game where we randomly choose two subjects. Then our judge, me, puts a spin on it. Then our other two contestants, them, debate it. So I'm going to pick out of the magical hat. Let's see what this one is. Magical hats. Magical hats. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh reference. <laughs> this guy fucks. Okay. <laughs> and the prompt subject is Bambi versus Simba. fucking what (laughs) okay all right (laughs) all right we're back from the break what's better than most the weekly debate game dun 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 okay so it was bambi versus simba i am going to assign host sean simba okay leaving bambi for mr e okay here's the prompt uh, you guys have uh, tickets to Snoop Dogg's party at the Playboy Mansion. Who was going to be your... You get, you get to bring either Bambi or Simba. Who would be your best wingman and get you the most ladies? Or I guess, as Snoop would say, hoes. So, again, you're invited. You have two tickets to the Snoop Dogg's Mansion at the, at the Playboy Mansion. You could bring either Bambi or Simba. Who would be the best wingman to get you the most chicks? Okay. All right. So, Sean has Simba. Mr. E has Bambi. I'm going to make host Sean go first. Best wingman. Okay. And your t- one-minute timer begins now. So uh, I think... Oh, I'm Simba. That's right. Okay, so Simba. Uh, <laughs> I think Simba would be better because he's a straight-up lion. It's kind of a baller move. You know how rappers have tigers now? This guy's a lion, so I'm bringing a lion to the Playboy Mansion. And I don't know if he's a cartoon, but, you know, plus one there. Um, but if he's a real lion, then that's awesome because... He's an intelligent lion. He kind of like, I imagine he got in here because of his royal status. You know, he is, he's royalty. So that's going to be a plus one. Um, and just his sheer size and dominance in the space. He's, he's an attention getter. You know, he's not some meek 20 deer. Seconds. He, he's, a, he's a fucking king of the jungle. He's just commanding. Um, plus, I mean, I think we saw Simba get laid, right? He knows, he knows his way around. He knows how to get it done, um, and uh, yeah, I think he he uh, he'd be great because he's Simba, King of the Jungle. Okay, <clears throat> all right, I like some of what I've heard there. All right, <laughs> Mister E, Bambi, Wingman, go. Okay, so Bambi's my wingman at the Playboy Mansion. First of all, we all know Bambi is a sob story, right? So that's an easy way to get pity and attention from these women. All right. Plus, Bambi can talk, so that helps, too. Uh, easy communication there. Bambi's cuter. Frankly, Simba wasn't shit without, of his, without his friends, and he's kind of boring by himself. Um, let's not mention that we're in an environment where all of these girls make a living off how they look. 
Do you think that they're going to risk having a, a lion maul them? In fact, these girls would be absolutely terrified of a fucking lion in a mansion. Bambi is a cute little deer with cute, fun little seconds. stories. Um, easier to get in and out of places. Easier to clean up after. Easier to feed and entertain. I mean, cute, cuddly. This, this warm energy would bring all these big-tittied women around me we'd have a new harem together i would i would name the girls thumper and flower okay we may we'd have Five. new characters Fuck. that's that i'm ending there <laughs> whoa <laughs> can we just say you won now or well, i mean um, um, uh 30 uh, oh, uh, let, me get, let me set up my 30 seconds thing all right i mean um let's 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 just hear what shot has to say uh oh, shot your rebuttal please Okay, yeah, uh, Simba's got a sob story, too. He lost his dad, and then after that, he had to kill his uncle, too. So, sob story negated, because mine's worse, frankly. Uh, Simba, he's a measured lion. He's a king, he's royalty, he knows how to act in crowds, you know. He, he knows not to eat his subjects, and he's fine, he's good. We've seen him around Ten zebras seconds. and all sorts of shit. Uh, have you seen deers? Deers fuck people up, too. Have you seen them fight? They're all hooves, they're like, fucking vicious. Nobody wants to fuck with a deer. I'd rather fuck with a lion. The, all right. All right, Mr. E. 30 seconds starts now. I don't know how I beat that. Okay, you just said Simba legit just admitted that he's a murderer. You said he killed his uncle. Okay, murder scares girls. I happen to know this, okay? I used tried it as a pickup line one time, and it never worked. Yeah, deer can fuck people up, but Bambi... Bambi isn't just bred for revenge and evil like Simba is, okay? Bambi's cute, lots of cute friends. Again, it's just, you can tell the aura, you can see the aura. Simba's just black and dangerous, and Bambi's just warm and amber colored and fucking okay. <laughs> God damn, Mr. E. You just win. I'm not even going to fucking, we're going to talk about it. The Mr. E one, man, in a fucking. One, two, KO. He's playing for came out the, He came out of the gate and from. did like five five minutes worth in one minute worth of stuff. Woo! Amazed the judges. I don't think we've ever seen such a win <laughs> so quick. Never have I been so decisive in victory. Thank you. Beat that. John, you still did, you did some good stuff. Let me review really quick. But that, that first opening volley just destroyed the whole thing. Like, oh, God. Well, the, so. the thumper and flower and line. Yeah, just boom, right there. It. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. I knew I was dead. Boom, yeah. Like, we yeah. all did. We all knew. Just when you turn to your comrades, uh, like, it was a pleasure serving with you. So, yeah. so let's see. Oh, shot. you mentioned that Simba is a straight-up lion. He's a baller. Just like uh, rap people are bringing in Tiger, he says. Uh, he, uh, he asked a question about cartoon, which I liked. I was, I thought that was a big plus. Like, he's an actual cartoon, plus one. Or, but then he's like, if he's real, he'd be cool because of his dominance or size. And then he wouldn't kill people because, you know, they're in his jungle, I mean, his kingdom. And, uh, oh, yeah, Simba got laid was another good one. Very good. I thought that was good. But then Bambi came in with this, like, the pity sob story. He's so damn cute. He's going to bring everyone in. He's cuter than Simba. Simba's boring than shit. He attack <laughs> you. The girls make a living at how they look. And so they don't want to get risked getting mauled by lions. Uh, I mean, yeah, cute little story, easy to clean. I like I mentioned that easy to clean after. Some <laughs> I didn't really even thought about that shit. Um, yeah, so he's cute, cuddly, big titty women, a harem, thumper, and what was the other one? Flower. Even, flower, thank you, yeah. Thumper and, and then, flower. And then Simba uh, yeah, is a murderer, murder scares girls, he knows this. And, and if you're not Bambi. familiar with what thumper and flower is, those are uh, Bambi's friends' names in the movie, yes. right? Yeah, the, uh, uh, skunk the rabbit and, uh, and rabbit. skunk, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I'm not Thumper, I barely it. even know her. But yeah, no, I believe I give that to Bambi. And it's funny going into this, I almost would have said Simba. I think my mind was changed during this debate. 
I hope so. Nice. I, I I knew I was dead immediately when I heard Thumper and Flower. Oh yeah, dude. Thank you. Thank just you. Really Thank played at that, that. Somehow this Thank thing you. was so cute in my mind. He was just so cute. He was getting bitches. Nice. <laughs> I mean, right. ladies. I mean, ladies. Women. <laughs> Females. Females. Do you think they have cocaine at those parties? Oh. I'm sure it exists dogs? somewhere. Snoop Dogg's right. party? Yeah. You, you should have said Simba was, was holding or something. Simba, Simba's oh. holding. Simba brings cocaine wherever he goes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the only way. He is a king. <laughs> so uh, Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are back in the news. Oh. Right? I'm Go heard on what guys. that is. Yeah. Oh, you okay. Know what those, yeah. So yeah, no. Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar, uh, at his height of infamy, had a zoo... In, on his compound in Colombia, and when he was killed, the Colombian government sent the other animals in the zoo off to live in other zoos. But these hippos were too much of a pain in the ass to wrangle up, and they, at the time, they weren't deemed a threat to the ecosystem or the environment, so they just let them live on the compound. Gotcha. Well, they escaped the compound and started breeding, and so now Life uh, found a way. four hippos became about 120 hippos. Wow. Yeah, I've heard of them before, too, that they're just, like, devastating down there. I've heard that years ago about these damn hippos. Like, just like you said, like, how do you, hippos are pretty immovable objects. Like, like okay, I guess you're just there. They're and, extremely dangerous. And they just, they're just they thriving in that environment. They're not wow. from there, obviously, natively. Yeah. But they're, like, an invasive species because nothing's taking them on. Like, I'm a fucking Those hippo. things have no natural predators. Even like the cartels like exactly. to shoot them up. Like, do it again. <laughs> I love bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so their poop is changing the local ecosystem. Oh. Right? They're, uh, Cocaine poop? These are all things we reported on. Uh, they're eating tons of food and competing with wildlife. And then, uh, so last July, a lawsuit proposed sterilizing the hippos instead of euthanizing them, because that was the plan. Sonic ball sterilization? No, uh, I'm not going to get under there. I don't know on, how you can get under send there. Them a, we could send them an email, probably. Could you imagine those balls? They're probably like armor-plated. I'd rather do that than... Whatever the method is now, how do you sterilize a hippo right now? <laughs> no thanks. No, they have methods here. So okay, here's how they're doing it. They got um, so uh, the lawsuit in July brought up, you know, let's sterilize them and so euthanize them, and it passed. And now 24 hippos have been sterilized via some sort of like dart system. They just dart them from a helicopter, probably, you can or dart them a jeep or whatever. And sterilize forever from a dart. Yeah. Wow. Right. Scary. So now Can we do that at a fair too. At, uh, Dart people and just sterile, sterile for life, sterile for life. I think they'd be a lot more efficient than you know than catching the sonic, them on the toilet. The sonic, yeah, thing. for yeah. sure. That is. <laughs> so now a new lawsuit has been filed, saying that they want um, the team to use a different, more safe sterilizing drug instead. So they're, they're suing the hippos, or the hippos bringing this lawsuit? Who's suing on behalf of the hippos, or that? Is the question. That's what I'm wondering. So, I don't think it's the hippos asking for this, right? <laughs> I just want to be clear. Here's why this is such a big deal. The new lawyers uh, wanted testimony from two wildlife experts who study neurosurgical sterilization here in the States. Columbia has some sort of law or some sort of rule that says in order to get that, you have to um, petition the U.S. and fill out paperwork. And, you know, there's certain loops you have to jump through. And uh, the paperwork in the U.S. was filed as the plaintiff. The filed as the, the paperwork was filed and the plaintiff was listed as the hippos. Okay. 
<laughs> so the hippos are the ones like the hippos are the one uh the ones compelling these two scientists for their testimony now it the language of the application reads uh well quote so we applied for the hippos rights to compel their testimony in order to support the colombian litigation and now the u.s U.S. District Court for Southern District of Ohio has granted that application, recognizing that the hippos are interested persons. Damn, these hippos have rights, bro. They do. This is some hologram rights Star Trek stuff. So uh, it, it kind of is, because in granting this application, the district court recognized animals as legal persons. And this is a first in U.S. history. Oh, wow. So this is the first time an animal has been recognized as a person, and given the same rights afforded as a person. For the first time in U- U.S. history, but we're talking about Pablo's hippos, right? Is that Correct. South America? So, but that, that's why I explained yeah. Colombia yeah. has this outreach system, yeah. and oh, yeah. you got to jump through hoops in order to do that. Yeah, that. Plaintiff, okay, cool. that's what I thought that meant. Okay. and so they they listed the plaintiff as the hippos. The hippos. Somebody think of the hippos. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know where this is going. It seems very uh, in line with our times right now and uh, labels and uh, words being redefined. So it's very interesting. But hippos um, are people, bro. I don't. I I don't know. This may just turn into one of those things that you hear about in a hundred years. Like, oh yeah, in Ohio they made a hippo a person, you know, and that's a law. Just like don't <clears throat> yeah. have your donkey in your bathtub would, on Sunday. Isn't that the? I was gonna say don't take a bath with your donkey. Yeah, some Why shit like is that. that. The one. Yeah, we'll end up striking this from the record in a hundred years, maybe or. Or the other way it could go is now um, activists will file lawsuits in the U.S. based on chickens that are being, you know, that's a, that's a protected processed. chicken, but not that one. Yeah, you can kill that one, but not this one. So I thought that was interesting that uh, because I mean Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are just interesting in it's themselves. Just fun, it's fun to say. <laughs> it's, it it's is fun to say. just the idea that it, this invasive species, usually like an invasive species, is like a oh. Parrot. Yeah, that parrot or the uh, the the Chinese hookworm or uh-huh. the, uh, hookfish or some shit like oh, kill it on sight. Giant site. animal that could like chomp you in half. Yeah, for sure. And they are deadly. They have fucked up a couple hundred people, I believe. And going strong. Yeah. But they're people too. And that's just their they own. They are rights. people they're too. Trying to make their own little village in the water. They say there could be close to three thousand in a decade. So if they're people, they're going to war or they're having fights. People have a little script. Maybe we could bring these hippos up on charges. Well, I don't know. That depends. You mean like war crimes? Sue them back. Sue these bitches back. <laughs> I sue you for being a hippo in the wrong area. Yeah, maybe. I was thinking, what if we nuked one? Just one hippo. And kind of like as an example. Yeah, you think they're that spread out? I imagine they're living in some sort of colony. Just, just choose one. There has to be. Choose the most loneliest one. Like And just him. He's the and nuke them? Nuke them. A okay. small one. Yeah, I'm sure that would send a message to the rest of Colombia and the hippos. Well, it'd be America cares about your hippo problem and we're trying to fix it. Yeah, we want to nuke people. <laughs> no, just the, just the one hippo. Got to nuke something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking exactly. I was like, nuke the whales. But like, no, nuke, nuke the hippos. Okay. So you guys have heard of uh, smart cars, obviously, that are coming out that uh, drive themselves. You don't have to touch or do anything. But uh, these one these researchers are coming up with a smart cane. Okay. So if you were, like, blind. Oh, okay. I was thinking, is like... Is this a kick sharker? It's not. Damn. It should be, but it's not, because I believe this is just more of a good idea, because they're not trying to get money from it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's actually okay. all the parts are free online, oh. and so that's what's kind of cool about this. 
I was thinking more pimp cane. Like pimps are going to be falling out even harder now. But okay. dude, you could pimp this. This is a pimp cane. I love this. This really would be a sick pimp cane. But uh, the idea is to actually help people who are like you know have eye problems possibly or just can't see sighted problems, and it's like uh, a smart cane, if you will. Oh yeah, I thought of some stupid like what, what's a good idea for a smart cane? They don't call it smart cane. They just call it, actually they do call it smart cane, but I don't like that idea, that name. Smart cane. Um, I imagine uh, some sort of LIDAR on it, some sort of uh, radar or scanning technology to let you know of any it obstacles does have in the way. It LIDAR with vibrations. Yeah, with a vibration to system let you to know alert what's going you. on. It does. Well, I'll ask you guys what, what name you'd like. I, I, I wanted to call it Eyeball Cane. But you guys are like, oh, I imagine it has LIDAR and stuff, but it does. That's, thinking, that's amazing. The eyeless cane. I thought, how about the eye cane? Robot eye stick. <laughs> Smart stick. Okay, fine. Anyway. But uh, yeah, like I said before, it's it's borrowing designs from autonomous vehicles, so it's going to have LIDAR, as you said, uh, which is light detection and ranging, and it's going to use reflecting lasers to spot objects and in, in distances, and it's going to have like you know all the things a smartphone would have, so GPS, accelerometers, magnometers, mm. and gyroscopes, so keep track of the user's position, speed, direction, respectively. Um, already, they're, they're saying in tests, the smart cane helping people who are visually impaired, it helped them walk a better up to 18%. Which, it's funny, it doesn't seem like that much, but I guess if you were, you know, if you couldn't see, you'd like to walk 18% better, yeah. wouldn't you? That's, that's 18% less tripping, 18% Bullshit. less dealing with curbs or exactly. what have you. Yeah. And so, um, so like I said, the cane uses LiDAR and all that other stuff, and also uses artificial intelligent algorithms, including simultaneous localization and mapping, or SLAM. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Slam. Uh, anyway, um, it, but basically what that means, it's a way of building up a map of an unknown area while also keeping track of a user's location within it. So it's kind of a cool map building software where oh, it's like, oh, it kind of maps out where you are. It's like, hey, you're here now. And so it's going to tell the, the cane where, where to go. And so what's really cool about this, I have a picture of the tip right here. The cane at the tip of the cane, it has like a little circle, like a wheel, basically. Okay. And so you sit there, you know, tap around with it, but if you start, if the lighter detects like a trash can ahead of it, that wheel's going to turn to the left or right and kind of nudge you mm. in the right way to go. Or the wow. right, you know, type of It deal. looks heavier than your average cane. Mm. Like, it looks like you got like a, a good chunk of material on the end there, and tapping it might be difficult. So here's, but so here's the guy using it. He's, he's kind of wheeling it more. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And the wheel will guide you if it detects anything in front of you. That's cool. It'll let you know to go one direction versus the other. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of wheel it. And basically, it's essentially having like a white cane, like a normal one that you'd see, you know, with a blind person. And the bottom has like a wheel. It almost looks like a fishing reel almost, but it's a wheel. And then the top part has like a box with all the, you know, components, information type stuff. I was just thinking if you had a friend with one of these and you wanted to fuck with him, you just like slightly nudge that thing. So he thinks the wheel's taking him this <laughs> He's way. like, whoa, <laughs> uh, this place, it's, what, what's going Move on here? the trash can as the cane's moving it around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, takes one of those <laughs> takes one of those panoramic photos where the trash yeah. can's always let's in it. Let's fuck with more blind work. people. That's what we need. Yeah, let's fuck, <laughs> fuck with them more. <laughs> but another way this could be used besides evil um, is like there's um let's say they don't know the way to a coffee shop. Instead of like saying turn left here and right here, it also could nudge them like turn left now. Yeah, and it's gonna sit there and take them on that way on that little journey. And I, is it Bluetooth capable for like some sort of headphone interaction? It didn't necessarily too? say that, but I'd imagine. Right. That, it doesn't I think that'd mention be smart. that at all, but that would be really smart. Maybe. Hey, we can do this possibly. And Steal with, most of their idea. Well, it's for free <laughs> online uh, because I guess there is technology that, like this already, like super smart canes, but they're like, 
really, really expensive, supposedly, and, oh. and really bulky. I didn't so look into it, but that's what like... they're saying. But you saw what it was. It's basically a stick with a box and a wheel. Yeah. And they're releasing all the, the prototype online. It's a it's an open source. Yeah. So if you have all the materials, which cost about $400, you can build your own version. And like I said, it's, you can download all the codes, build materials, and electronics, schematics, all for free online. They just want people to build them and try to make them easier and better. So I like your Bluetooth idea already. If that's not incorporated, it should be already. Right. Have some little voice say, turn left, and then while the wheel's nudging and stuff. But I thought this thing was really cool, just the way it's kind of would help. I can't imagine it's... I, by, by learning all about it already, it makes you wonder, like, only 18%, bro? I feel like that would help me, and I'm excited to help me. Like, oh, shit. I, like, I run into stuff. Well, that's probably why it's open source, because if it was up to, like, 50% or something during trials, they probably could have gotten funded. Oh, maybe. Exactly. You know? So, instead, they open sourced it and uh, relied on uh, community interaction to help refine the process. Mm-hmm. And maybe once that happens, they'll build a better one and actually sell it. Or maybe they're just nice people, like the... Like who who invented the seatbelt and then they just made it um, available to everybody? They opened the patent to everybody. I think it was John Seat. John Seat, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and his belt, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. We're smart. <laughs> Jesus, we listen in class sometimes. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was a good idea. Just you know, spread those ideas around. If anyone you know needs a smart cane and they got four hundred bucks, build them one. Do it. Yeah. So I know you guys are always dying to know the latest wacky trend in the NFT world, right? You guys are just dying. I don't even know what it is every time. Every time <laughs> he, tell, he tells me that every time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to remember. The next time, I'm like, what? You talk, I think it's an NFL thing. He's, <laughs> I think it's football. Uh, no. Uh, NFT is basically a virtual contract stored in the crypto world for eternity. What? I still don't get it. <laughs> I I do. I get it now. Some of these some of these contracts sell those pretty pictures you see. Other contracts can sell whatever a the house memes. or whatnot. But in this case, this is an NFT cube. A cube. A cube. So a company in Willowbrook, Illinois, is selling ownership of a solid tungsten cube as an NFT. Now, what does that mean? No. <laughs> I know you just told me. I'm looking me. at you for help. I'm just, I'm looking close my eyes going like, because at first, you know, it's funny. This almost makes it worse because at first I was like, I was going to be like, okay, so this cube doesn't exist, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, then he made it sound like it exists. I'm like, yeah. well, then that's just money. You're like, what are you? <laughs> then it's an asset. Yeah. Isn't it's that just like a, a tungsten cube is worth this much? Where's I, this NFT? <laughs> Where's that? Good? Is this phone an I NFT a, now? I a YouTube video or something. <laughs> Am I an NFT? <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. So here's how it works. Like I said, it's just a contract. An NFT is a little more than a contract. Most of the time, what you see, a picture is attached to that contract, and that's kind of what you're buying. But in this case, it's a physical tungsten cube. That particular one? This particular one. So if I built my own tungsten cube, that'd be illegal? No. No. Build your own tungsten cube, and then sell it as an NFT as well. That's fine. Nobody gives a shit. So here's here's what happened. Okay, I thought that I thought don't you have like the monopoly on that? Like, oh, I am the tungsten cube master now. No one else can tungsten cube. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. This okay. company develops tungsten cubes, but this is the biggest tungsten cube they are capable of making. It measures 14 inches and it weighs 1,784 pounds. Oh my gosh! So it's it's a little bigger than a square foot, and it weighs nearly a ton. Jesus solid tungsten oh wow so they sold it as an nft and the owner of the nft will be able to schedule a visit with the cube once every year to take a picture with it and touch it (laughs) 
<laughs> so did he make money? Is Who's he making the money? Is he a millionaire now? <laughs> like, are we? Am I the devil? Like, see, stupid, he gets. Look, now he's got the cube. Like, like, oh, can he resell this? I cube? know, and he doesn't touch it for once a year. God, no wonder I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> so, anyone else who buys the NFT after this guy, as in, if once he sells it and someone else buys it, um, they will not be able to visit the NFT in the same year that the other dude visited it. Is a timeshare cube? So, so, so they'll have to wait. A whole year after that visit in order to visit the cube and take their pictures with it. And then that picture becomes an NFT? No. <laughs> <laughs> the minimum bid right now is currently 47.74 ETH, which is oh, valued at God. 200. That's a thing? ETH? <laughs> <laughs> that is a cryptocurrency, ETH. <laughs> or five nanobucks. Like, Are we boomers, husband? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, are, you, are you saying words right now? I know this is gonna be a fun one. This is silver knuckles, and there's one copper dragon for every silver knuckle. All right, how much? How much? This is an NFT. This one's fake. This one's real, but only this one, and you can only visit it. Timeshare, right? How much do you guys think forty-seven ETH is worth? A hundred thousand. Five souls. Five souls. Uh, Mr. E was closer with $200,000. Okay, yeah. That's how many ETH? 47. 47. So the current the current Fuck bid, me. current minimum bid right now, and that, that, that minimum bid has... is $201,295.23. Is, is someone just trying to buy that? That's just to get it started. That's just... a minimum bid. Yeah, that's just to... Yeah, exactly. The oh, minimum gotcha. bid. That's, wow. And that's to purchase it and... This reminds me of like, hey, I have a bridge to sell you. And it's like, that's your bridge. And then you can go up to it like, yep, that's mine. <laughs> yep, I own it. But it's an NFT It's an bridge. NFT, bro. <laughs> I'm making the money off this. I gave a guy money and I'm the guy. I make the money. NFT. Here's something that's going to piss you off more. I looked up the <sighs> US value for a ton of tungsten. Okay. And mind you, this is 1,700 pounds. A ton is two. 20 hundred pounds 2,000 pounds so a ton of tungsten in 2020 was worth 270 dollars so basically this is how much tungsten again it's like this is a ton of tungsten right you said yeah it's 300 pounds shy of a ton okay for two hundred thousand so dollars uh, yeah because you're because we're because we are agreeing it's worth that <laughs> it's, it's arbitrary 100 <laughs> percent. it's a contract and you said it this time i remember this but so I'm a contract obligated. too. <laughs> I identify as a contract. A million dollar one. Do you identify as an NFT though? And I think you could visit me once a year and you I, give I me the money. You. But you can give me the money in, in meme pictures. <laughs> okay. And I'll take that. In I'll, a like contract. The, I'll take the Charlie bit me picture, please. <laughs> That's an NFT. Or some ETH. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry, I only have cocaine and meth. No like, ETH. I today. know. Can I, I'll take the meth. I'll take the meth. That's how I know those letters. Please. <laughs> so this whole thing started when a joke tweet went viral and caused a tungsten shortage. And then the company was like, oh, fuck. Okay. How do we get, you know, how do we get revenue up? And how do we, you know, what do we do here? So they made the biggest tungsten cube they can. And I imagine some of that $200,000 cost there is, um, is soaked up by the idea that they made this thing. 
you know, it's not just a, to- a ton of raw tungsten. They had to form it into a cube right. and weighing nearly a ton. I'm sure that was a fucking process. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're paying for the labor. You're paying for the labor. And then okay. you're also paying for the storage, too. They're, they're holding a ton of your tungsten. <laughs> I don't get why it's not yours. This is why it's a Tom. Like, I pay the money. I get the product. I pay the money. I don't get the product. That's not the new world. Get your head out of your ass, boomer. I know. I, it's like you virtual can, computer. You can visit it, but don't touch it. It's on the cloud. <laughs> so if you do want to take it home with Where's you. Where's the cloud? I don't. Is it on my phone? If you do want Are to take. Are the NFTs in this room? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So if you do want to take the NF, if you want to take the cube home with you and pay for transportation and all that shit, all you have to do is burn the NFT, essentially delete it. And then delete you delete the cube, delete the NFT, the contract, you delete the contract, and then you can now take physical ownership of the cube. This contract is a piece of paper? Nope. It's digital. <laughs> <laughs> it's an NFT. So the, how, how do you, you tear it? up a digital? <laughs> that's what they call it. That's what they call it. How do you break the digital contract? <laughs> delete it. You burn it. You delete it. You light your computer on fire and, that, and that's it. it. But then it goes to the recycle bin. So I have to like extra <laughs> recycle bin it, right? And that deletes it forever. Yeah, I think that's how that works. When I deleted something off a digital camera, I paid a guy like 70 bucks to get all the pictures back. <laughs> how does that delete it for? I think it's a little more complicated than that. But yeah, maybe. Maybe there's something like that. <laughs> I knew you'd enjoy this, that. This is why I'm dumb. Like, I'm just trying to educate you, man. I feel educated. Yeah, we oh. should all go in on a uh, tungsten cube. I don't like that. I want like <laughs> let's 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 invest in the Wednesday meme. That happens every Wednesday. How how hard could that be to be? Every people love Wednesdays because of that meme. <laughs> invest in NFT. Do, do I have it now? How do I get that? <laughs> how do gonna, I make that meme my NFT? It's gonna take money. I have to pay someone. Yeah, I mean, unless you create the art yourself. Then you're essentially ripping off art. And, you know, there's plenty of that in the space right now, but uh, ultimately, don't be a schmuck. Can I steal your art? Do you have any art I can steal? No. No, I do not. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. Sorry, pal. Fuck you, dude. All right. Okay. Woo! That was stupid. You're stupid. Okay. So I want to talk about this small little device. This also, I would say this is a Kickstarter thing, Kickstarter thing, except... They didn't ask for money. This is another good idea or, or a weird idea on this point. But um, So this is a new type of lamp, but it's a sound-sensitive lamp. Okay. Like the clapper? Yeah, I guess it is like the clapper. Yeah, I like that. It's like clapper technology. The but thing they crack. invented back in the 90s? Yes. You clap on, clap off. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is more like it would change color in response to rising noise levels. Okay. Here's a picture of it. Okay. Oh, it looks like the ooze container. It from does Ninja look Turtles. like the ooze <laughs> container from Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It totally does. Like one's red, one's green. But uh, basically, you set the decibel for the room that you'd like it to be. And so when anything's happening in that room that's within that decibel, it's green. When it starts getting a little louder, the color turns an amber color of the lamp. And then eventually, if it's too loud, it turns red when it's too loud in the room. I, I wonder how... Uh... 
Because, I mean, I imagine they have tools like that now, but they're not like consumer products. So I wonder how good it is compared to a tool on the market used to actually measure that kind of thing. This is not a consumer product. You're right. Like, oh, this, really? This is, there's no consumer. That's what sucks about this. I have no idea about pricing. They don't. It's just like an idea they made. Oh, it looks very consumer friendly. I know. It's just a prototype designed by Marcus Kretzig and Sophie Kupke. So <laughs> look up their stuff. And... um. Yeah, like I said, it's a lamp that has uh, that monitors the room's ambient sound, utilizing integrated microphones. And um, yeah, I just like the idea of because I was thinking this would be a good use for for me because I get loud sometimes. Oh, <laughs> and like I have a roommate. I, I, I want to get this. Well, for. I didn't want to say his name, but like, I was thinking there's a roommate too that you had. Like same thing. We're like. Instead of always constantly like yell, bro, you're you're Chill. too loud, bro. Like yeah. there'd literally be a light in the corner constantly. Kind of like okay, we're reaching that level. We're re- we're starting to reach that level. Okay, let's calm it down now. A <laughs> shot caller, yeah, exactly. Shot caller, exactly. Shot caller. Like, that's what I need sometimes. This is like okay, I'm right next to you. Don't yell at me. And hey, we we need like four of them, or we need like one of them, like mounted on top of your mic. Oh yeah. So you just see the color in your face, <laughs> and just make sure you're always green. That's true. Like, that'd be cool because all of a sudden, as it getting as it gets quieter, all of a sudden I'm like, oh no, shit, I gotta get closer to the mic so people can hear me, and then I'll scream into it like I always fucking do. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the idea right there. Um, at level one is pretty much like silence mode. So it's green and complete silence. And as soon as someone like, so if you have like a nap time in like a classroom or something, you'd have that on versus at level three, it says people can have a conversation without triggering the color change. So maybe that'd be like having the drunken party or somewhere. Okay. Let's all keep it below the <laughs> whatever. That's kind of fun. It, it, you know, it reminds me of like combining a toaster and a clock, you know, two technologies that already existed and you've seen in a billion other places right like right we've all kind of seen the lights that uh react to sound either at like a club or a friend's house or whatever you know For sure you, like to the beat clapping and yeah exactly yeah. and then it lights up um but i guess he did it in an eye-pleasing way or excuse me they mm-hmm. did it in an eye-pleasing way and it functions well and it's user-friendly and easy so kudos on them because i mean that's half the battle right there yeah like i know it's kind of a weird niche device already but that was one of the first things i thought of was like oh man if i had this i would turn this on during maybe it depends how you know awesome it is i mean maybe you want to have a rage you're like turn that lamp off i'm sick of it <laughs> tell me about that fun sure. but like i don't know it could be a way to subtle like, okay everyone let's all chill the fuck out <laughs> i don't know it's That's like the next uh speed movie is based on this you have a party and then you set yeah. this you set this in the middle of it and if it ever goes green i'm gonna blow up the house yeah you, know, you gotta keep this party going yeah keep this has to keep raging as soon as the decibels get uh-huh. below a certain amount it blows up it's like crank and then you cut <laughs> off the power you know crank. and like just make them keep going maybe like movie theater technology too or something like that like maybe it did, but like in reverse too like it te- i was thinking once it detects things it like shoots like a little bb at the person like <laughs> i know it's you bb it just it knows like it's it's got the lidar how about that air stuff you know that so just like so it feels like the back of your neck it's just like you know, like oh. oh it's like oh that's the subtle that's the theater telling me to be quiet sorry why not just have it like it, it's your fucking mom at this point? It's like ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, you shouldn't do that, Johnny. Right? Like God damn, oh. sends you a text. Shut the fuck up <laughs> for sure. Okay, Stop okay. it. I got you. All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Be sure As to always. tune in next time, and uh, we're gonna find out why Max has tons of rolls of duct tape in his trunk. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram. 
both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.